Imagine this. It's summer and the sun is setting. You're tired after a day of playing outside. You walk outside onto the porch and you see your family sitting there. Everybody's chatting, so you pour yourself a glass of iced tea. Your grandfather looks over at you and he's sitting on the porch swing. He says, hey little one, why don't you come over here and let me tell you a story? You smile and walk over because you love stories and you take your seat next to him on the porch swing. My name is Haley, and if there's anything I love in this world, it's a good story. My grandparents used to tell me stories every summer when I'd stay with them, and when they passed away a couple years ago, I realized that they never actually told me any stories about themselves. So because of that, I ended up creating On the Porch Swing, a new podcast that shares regular stories from regular people like you and the incredible things that you accomplish and view in your lives. I'm excited today to be able to talk to Bob Crummett, who is a employee of the Walt Disney Company here in Central Florida. He shares a story today about what children actually want for Christmas. Bob has worked as a Santa performer for many years, and he's going to tell us a little bit about that. Without further ado, here's Bob. So hi, Bob, and welcome to On the Porch Swing. I'm actually very excited to have you with me today. Um, so tell me a little bit about yourself kind of before we get into the story today. Um, so I've been with uh, Disney for 41 years now. That's a long time. And I have been a Santa performing artist for the past 20 years. And for the past five years, I've been a real beard Santa performing artist. Oh, that's amazing. So can you kind of explain to me what, what do you mean by real beard? So... Just so so there's different types of there's different types of Santas. Um, most people just when they think of a Santa Claus performer, they think of uh, the mall Santa. You know, uh, someone that they go and they have their children's photos taken with. But there's different um, types of Santas. You have uh, a designer beard Santa, which is someone who is wearing a false beard uh, that is probably screen ready, something that you would probably see in a television production or movie or something like that. A real beard Santa is someone who uh, will grow a natural beard and either through their own hair color being white, um, you know, someone in their 60s or 70s. Um, And then there's some like myself who um, we will actually have our beards bleached or colored uh, for the season uh, to, to help us create that magical experience at Christmas time. Well, that's awesome. Um, that must be a lot of work each year, and I, I can't imagine how, how cool and how fun that is for you. Um, so without further ado, I'd like to get into our story. So, uh, you know, I think uh, what I wanted to share with you is, you know, and, and with, with your listeners, is what children, are real, what children really ask for. When, when a child meets with Santa Claus, everybody goes, oh, they're going to ask for toys, or they're going to write a letter, and they're going to ask for toys. What children I've discovered really are asking for is just someone to listen to them, um, because Santa Claus is someone who is, he is focused at that time solely on that child. That child is the most important thing at that moment to that Santa Claus. So the child wants someone to listen to them. So over the years, I've done several different events at several different uh, organizations, if you will. 
I've done boys and girls clubs. I've done Give Kids the World. I've gone to New York City. Um, done several uh, country clubs, homeowners associations, community centers, and things like that. And on average, you know, you, you will get the children who will ask for the latest and greatest electronic toy or the latest and greatest transformer or, you know, LOL doll and all of these things that, that come and go. But really, what I've discovered is most children want, um, uh, at a boys and girls club, I had a young man ask me, uh, he wanted his uh, brothers and sisters to be able to come to the U.S. They were still in Puerto Rico. The family was separated during a hurricane many years ago, and his brother and sister were still in Puerto Rico. So what he wanted was he wanted to be reunited with his family. So uh, family is very, very important to children. I think um, sometimes as adults we don't see that. Um, we need to hear that a little bit more. Um, I've also had some very... Uh, and I will say this is uh, some emotional situations where um, I've had a child tell me he was being abused oh, no. um, by um, a step-parent oh, and that their own parent wasn't believing them. So in this, per in this particular situation, um, the young man was being abused by the stepmother and his biological father was not believing him when he would say something. And that puts Santa sometimes in a very difficult situation because now you have information that you need to share with the authorities to protect that child's well-being. So um, you, you have to do that delicately and you have to make sure that um, you're sharing it to someone who has the ability and the authority to, to assist that child. How do, you, how do you go about gathering information in that aspect, like asking like the child's name? Like how, do you get, how do you get the appropriate information to, to give to somebody who either goes to the authorities or the authorities themselves? So in this particular situation, it was a, it was a private event. It was a private party. Um, so I went to... Uh, I was able to isolate myself in the... The, the client who had booked the party and I was able to point the, the, the child out and ask what their name was and ask if a parent was here and which parent was here. Was it the father, the biological father and the stepmother? Was it the biological mother? Um, and from there I was able to get a name and share with the client the what the child had asked me for. And what he had asked me for was he all he wanted for Christmas was for someone to listen to him and to believe me when he told them. He apparently tried to share this with his his parents and he didn't feel that they were hearing him. Sure, yeah. Well, it's a very tactful way to do that, I think. Yeah, you, you, you have to... And you have to just be careful. Um, a couple years ago... Uh, Prior to the pandemic, uh, I was uh, at a uh, community event and very, very handsome family, very pretty family, little little girls dressed in their Christmas best and their hair had been curled and 
young man come in, came in, I would say he was probably about eight or nine years old, and he had had his fresh haircut, he was had his best shirt on, and a, a little Christmas sweater, and he was there, and just a very, just a very nice looking family, um, and young man came up with his little sister, and hands me a letter, and I'm sitting there reading the letter, and as I'm reading the letter, um, he had asked for his mother back. He missed her. I know there's a, probably a lot of people out there that can relate to this specifically. And he never got the chance to tell her he loved her. Oh, no. So, I don't know how, but I was able to hold myself together emotionally after reading the letter. And I was able to share with him that he may miss her, but she was with him. And I said that when he's getting ready for school in the morning, he looks in that mirror. His mother is looking back at him. I had made the assumption that the woman that was with him was his mother. So the letter caught me kind of by surprise. Mm -hmm. The woman that was with him was not his mother. It was his aunt. And she was raising the two kids. And his mother had been taken from them by her boyfriend. Oh, no. And the young man pulled his little sister into a closet because they were home at the time. A brave boy. So, I, you know, Santa typically hands out candy canes or something like that when you have a visit with a Santa Claus. So I handed them their candy canes, gave them a big hug. Again, it was a community event, so there was, there was all kinds of treats there. There was, a, there was a cookie spread there, like no tomorrow, with, with all kinds of treats and things like that. So they, they went on their way, and there was, there was a gap. There was no one waiting for me immediately. So um, I'm fortunate enough that a lot of times either the client or um, I will have someone with me. And I told my, uh, I told my wife who was with me at this particular event. I handed her the letter and I said, "I'm going to need a few minutes." She goes, "Are you okay?" I said, "We'll be fine. I'm going to need a few minutes." So there was a backstage area, or if you will, a green room, if you will, dressing room, whatever you want to call it. And I excused myself and went there um, to just kind of collect myself. And um, at the time, the the wife, my wife, and the client who had booked us, read the letter, and just lost it. Mm-hmm. And then when I was able to return, the aunt was there, talking to my wife and the the, the client, and had shared a little bit more 
of the, the story. And um, they were both just uh, did, was speechless, for lack of a better word. And we were able to, uh, you know, just create a little bit of a magical moment. And that aunt wanted me to know that, that just taking that time, you know, you know, you know, you 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 go to these places now where it's, it's. Get them in, get the photo, and move on, so we can keep the line moving, and we can we can hit hit numbers and things like that. Right. A lot of times, that's not what kids need. That's not what kids want. So you have to take that time. And and share it with them. It was, it, you know. Uh, I've seen them. Uh, I saw them the the Christmas following that, at the same event, um, and it was great because they they recognized me, I recognized them, and um, it was a great event. Uh, and then we had, you know, the twenty twenty happen, and a lot of those physical contact, personal interactions went away and things went more to a virtual and that particular community did not offer it and, and I've, I've lost connection with that family because again I I don't know them personally you know they don't know me personally they're there for for the holidays and that experience and that's what we shared that's our connection that's amazing and I think you know it's really important you just kind of hearing the emotion in your voice from some of this. I mean, you've already really shown how how powerful stories can be, and and that's kind of the whole point of of on the porch swing is to bring stories from regular people to light, and you know, show the world that this is really not a tradition that we should let die ever. Um, and I think you know you have probably made a lasting impression on those kids. I, I won't even say probably you have made a lasting impression on those kids, specifically because. There are obviously different ways we all deal with grief and loss and things like that. And one of the ways that I have found um, most helpful is the idea that our person or our pet or whoever mm-hmm. we lost is still there, still with us in some capacity. And, you know, to to have that sort of effect on somebody is a really special gift. So I just want to thank you so much for for talking with me today and sharing that story because I think that's a really really amazing thing and a great way to to kind of you know show the world that you, you're you're right I mean kids definitely need somebody to listen to I kind of think we all do mm-hmm. and and just if if they write a letter to Santa absolutely 100% read it save it because as a parent you're going to you're going to want that when your child grows up and share that memory and You'll have a million of them, but just put it in a file drawer somewhere. That's great advice, I think. Well, thank you so much, Bob, for being with us today and sharing your story, and I hope we hear from you again soon. Sure. Today we heard from Bob in the business of being a Santa Claus performer and all the joys it can bring and the tears it can bring to somebody's life. Thanks, Bob, for being on the show today. If you or somebody you know has an incredible story that they would like to share, you can email me at Haley at shadowglencontent.com. I'll put the email in the description for you. Thanks all. 
and I'll see you next time when we sit together on the board swing. <laughs>